Tomorrow is the most dangerous word in your vocabulary. Because while it's a symbol for hope, it can just as easily be the reason that your dreams remain little images in your head. Tomorrow diminishes the significance of the air that you're breathing right now. It tells you that someday you can begin your journey and that you can just wait and make yourself comfortable until then. Tomorrow masks itself as an escape for those held down by fear, those resistant to change. It encourages you to be content where you are, stating that you have your whole life to get where you want to be. And for some, tomorrow lasts forever. It evolves into regret, into immobility, into an excuse to never really do what you were meant to do. Tomorrow can be worse than failing because often it implies that there was never a beginning. There was just a vision, just an idea being put off for a better time that never came. There will never be a moment in your life more precious than the one you're living in. Your heart beating in your chest, the air in your lungs, the blood in your veins. They're giving you an opportunity to make a change, to become who you want to become, to live, to inspire, to achieve. Because who really knows how many tomorrows you'll get? And the last thing you want is to look back on your life thousands of days from now and wish you had the courage to do what you wanted to do. To wish that you understood how fast tomorrows come and go and that all you will ever have is the present moment. Every journey starts with a step. That courageous act of moving forward, not knowing what tomorrow will bring, only knowing that you'll be further along then than you are now. That you'll be stronger, wiser, smarter. Because you didn't wait for tomorrow. You didn't wait for anything. And that is the difference between I am and I wish I was. It is the difference between dreaming and truly living. Life gives us infinite options. We have an unlimited number of opportunities to do anything we want. Anything. Only that's not always how we see it, right? People are very one-dimensional in terms of the lives they lead. And that's a part of life I've always been very intrigued by. How we intentionally restrict and limit our reality. Why do cookie-cutter expectations of how things should be? Precedence. Why is that more important than a life of meaning? To put that into context, I'm talking about people who hate their jobs but rationalize by saying they're building a resume, or people scared to move out of relationships they aren't happy with, 
You know, people I know right now in law school don't even want to be lawyers. These folks are sleepwalking. They've settled. And my question is, is maintaining individuality that scary that you'd live every day unfulfilled so that you can proudly proclaim that you fit into the bland, average norms that you've decided are required of you? Look, I completely understand the safety of pursuing a path that will socially validate your existence in the short term. You jumped on the first train you saw. It's the train everyone's jumping on. You're comfortable with the destination, right? This provides the illusion that you must be on the right track. And it would be if it weren't for that burning question that always reveals itself in times of constraint and unhappiness. What if? What if you did things differently? So now you're on this train with everyone else, all going somewhere you don't really want to go, together, bragging about it. And maybe you just wonder, right, what would have happened if you waited? What if you took another train? What if you weren't so worried about fitting into these black and white expectations that you did what you wanted? Right, seems ridiculous to do what you want. And the truth is, it takes balls, it takes courage to let these trains go by one by one and wait for yours, right? Believe that your train is on its way. There's no proof that it is. There's no message everything's gonna work out. There's no safety guarantee. That's why so many people jump on that first train right to Mediocreville. To be different, to be great, Start by looking at people who have done great things. They all have the same message. Believe in yourself. Trust your ability. It's not hidden. It's not a message that's hard to find. You just have to want to find it. Steve Jobs talks about believing that the dots are going to connect in your future, driving towards something without proof. Muhammad Ali says he never feared his opponents because he had faith in his ability over everyone else's. Richard Branson says that fulfilling lives are only for those brave enough to find them. Their messages are exactly the same. Trust your ability. I don't think any of these guys would be caught dead on the first train. Look, things generally work out. If you have the mindset, if you have the work ethic, you're already ahead of 90% of the world. Bet on yourself. If you follow the crowd, you'll get lost in the crowd. Just because validation isn't right in front of you, it doesn't mean it isn't there. It doesn't mean it's not coming. Believe that. Know that it is. Be okay with taking the last train home. That is the train you want. That is the experience worth waiting for. So I dealt with something today that kind of knocked me off my feet a little bit. 
One of those unfortunate things that pops up really sets you back. Especially when you're working and really driving towards something. And obviously this isn't specific to me. You know, everyone has to deal with things that they don't want to. No one has smooth sailing all the time. But I was sitting in my living room, you know, pissed off, angry at the world, thinking about all the ways that this unfortunate situation is going to be detrimental to what I'm trying to do. You know, really feeling defeated. But the more I thought about it, the more it became evident that I was wasting my time. Because realistically, whatever happened, it happened. I can't change that. But what I do have control over is the way I internalize the situation, my perspective. Do I want to see the circumstances good or bad? You know, that old glass half full, half empty concept. So I began thinking about how I can take this unfortunate situation and rather than suffer because of it, you know, how I can benefit from it, make it an advantage. When you really think about what a setback is, it's kind of a unique thing because it's an opportunity to take a step backwards and reapproach the challenge that you're facing. But this time, to come back better than before. To show the universe why it's going to take more than that. It's time to dig deeper now. Time to push yourself to the next level. The world wants to keep throwing problems your way? Good. You'll just keep finding ways to get better. In life, so many of us are lucky to have the freedom to pursue our passion. You know, and we do that tirelessly. But a big part of that is the ability to be agile, to adapt, to find ways to win when you hit a roadblock. A lot of the times that ends up being the difference maker. One of the reasons I love doing this work is because I talk to so many amazing people. I hear so many great stories about these brave individuals battling illnesses, tough times, but still making a point to run, to work out, you know, to excel in their daily lives at work with their family. And again, it just puts everything into perspective. Why shouldn't I be able to transform my situation? Which, by the way, pales in comparison to what some of these people are dealing with. This is life. You know, here are your puzzle pieces that are assigned to you. Now figure it out. Nothing can't be solved or made better. So I hope anyone listening to this, going through that rough stretch, I hope you can take that step back and really re-examine what it is that's in front of you. Don't be torn down by it. Grow from it. Because when the dust settles, you'll come out way stronger than you were before. And I assure you that the dust will settle. It always does.